Houston crash landing onto the road. I'm Vicki Barker, CBS News. Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. It's a, an awesome product. I've got my uncle on it, my mom on it. I've got four or five of my best friends from high school on it. They all have their own little story to tell about this condition or that conditioning going away. So kudos, it's just an amazing product. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Go to balanceofnature.com today and use discount code FRUITS. Newsmax TV. Everyone's talking about it. 30 million people are watching Newsmax for real news on President Trump, Biden, the election, and more. And make sure you vote in Newsmax's national poll asking if President Trump should concede. Just text FISH to 39747 and vote instantly. That's FISH to 39747. Watch Newsmax for great shows on major cable systems and free on Roku, YouTube, smart TVs, and more. Vote about Trump. Text FISH to 39747 today. This time of the year, the weather changes quickly. And when you want to know about the school closings, you'll get them on Classic Hits 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. Listen every morning from 6 till 8.30 for the complete list that affects you. The school closings on WATH is brought to you by Ohio Health Oakland's Hospital. Believe in we. The school closings when you want them on your center for winter weather information. Classic Hits 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. If you think you are beaten, you are. If you think you dare not, you don't. If you think you'd like to win, but you can't, it's almost a cinch you won't. Life's battle doesn't always go to the stronger or faster man, but sooner or later, the person who wins is the one who thinks he can. Single game tickets on sale now at Bengals.com. Hi, I'm Brent Hartman, owner of O'Neill Hartman Insurance, and I'd like to tell you why you should consider doing business with O'Neill Hartman Insurance. Reason number one, we're a third-generation family-owned business. My grandfather, Bob O'Neill, and parents, Ralph and Peggy Hartman, founded and operated O'Neill Hartman Insurance for 42 years before me. From an early age, I was taught to put your customers first and do what you tell people you're going to do. So talk to your friends and neighbors. Chances are, we have some of them insured, and they may be paying less than you. Give us a call today at 797-4685. Hi, folks. Bruce Rydnow with Rydnow Auto Group. It's time to close the book on 2020. Rydnow Auto Group has a novel way to help you do just that. So before you start booking any engagements for 2021, start this next chapter of your life with a visit to Rydnow Auto Group in New Lexington. Enjoy browsing our inventory. At Right Now Auto Group, you'll find new vehicles from Ford, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, and a great selection of used vehicles. We can match anyone's price on new vehicles, experience a hassle-free environment while working with our friendly staff. Our sales team will work to find the vehicle you want, and our finance department will work to get you a great deal. Call 740-342-5146 for your VIP appointment today. Visit us this weekend in New Lex, or see all the cars at RideNowAuto.com. This is Bruce Ridenauer with Ridenauer Auto Group. We want you to ride in our cars. The better than any alarm post-morning workout reward gets you through the this could have been an email meeting meal is yours at McDonald's. 
mix and match two of your breakfast favorites, like the crispy chicken biscuit, crispy chicken McGriddles, or sausage McMuffin with egg for just $4. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Limited time only. Single item at regular price. Valid when products served. Hi, it's Randy and Boots from the Auto Smarts Radio Network. And why should you listen to our show on this station? Well, Boots is a man of many talents and has knowledge you won't believe. Just listen. Hey, Boots, what's your favorite thing to talk about? Cars. Mirko Kasich was the lead singer of what band? My cars. What was Gary Newman's biggest selling song? Cars. Who was the all-time leading scorer in Notre Dame basketball history? Car. That's right, Austin Carr. Anything you like to add? Cars, cars, cars. 57 Chevy. That's Auto Smarts. Friday afternoons at 106 on 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. 57 Chevy. Cars, cars, cars. Our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio. AM 970 and 97.1 FM. Well, it's just a few days away. What many would call our most uh, celebrated holiday of the year. It is a special time indeed. It's a Tuesday, folks. I see sunshine trying to burst through a cloud spot. Oh, there it went. Got me right in the eye. And then it went away. Well, given the season and all that sort of thing, it's only appropriate that we give you a
cool is that? And I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Andy Anderson, longtime friend, gone now, of course, playing drums on that. Cool. All right. Well, anyway, good morning, folks. Welcome. It's a Tuesday edition of the Party Line. And uh, that seasonal music, you know, I think I could play much of it any time of the year and be happy. You know, Scott? Anyway. Yeah, especially music like that. I that I love that version of Sleigh Ride there. Yeah. Pretty cool. A little upbeat, jazzy, you know? Absolutely. Like the drums in the background that you just mentioned, too. The percussion is great. Mm-hmm. You know, I know you dabbled in the drums quite a yeah, bit, too. I, I was more of a pit drummer, and that means, a, like, theater production. Yeah. That was my specialty. And, and jobbers. Well, yeah. But uh, jobbers require a little more jazzy. Yeah, I like uh, I like that. And I'm I'm I was okay. Anyway, <laughs> l- l- um, let's see here. Today is Tuesday. It is December twenty second. That's right. Three days till Christmas. This is the three hundred and fifty seventh day of this calendar year. Nine days left, and then we have New Year. I like in history this year, they say uh, December 22nd, but the year 2001. Richard C. Reed, a passenger on an American Airlines flight from Paris to Miami, tried to ignite explosives in his shoes, but was subdued by flight attendants and fellow passengers. He's presently serving a life sentence in a federal prison. And, you know, ever since then, they've made you take your shoes off and all that sort yep. of thing. And properly so. Absolutely. I don't mind doing it. I don't care if I've got to take off boots with lots of strings, shoelaces. The, um, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so that, uh, let's see what else do we have here. Hmm. There's one I've forgotten. In 1968, Julie Nixon married David Eisenhower in a private ceremony in New York City. I remember that, yep. Grandson of uh, General and President Dwight David Eisenhower. Let's see here. Nineteen eighty four New York City resident Bernard Getz shot and wounded four youths on a Manhattan subway claiming they were about to rob him. That on this date, but in the year nineteen eighty four. Nineteen ninety two a Libyan Boeing 727 jetliner crashed after a mid-air collision with a MiG fighter. All 157 uh, aboard the jetliner were uh, were killed, as well as both the crew members on the fighter jet. You recall we won that over there 
in like Libya area? I think it was in that airspace. Yeah. It's odd they didn't mention where. Yeah. What year was that? I'll see if I can find it. 92. 1992. Oh. In 2003, a federal judge ruled the Pentagon could not enforce mandatory anthrax vaccinations for military personnel. <laughs> I, I'm not joking about that or chuckling. I'm thinking of the situation today with COVID and all. Uh, you know, can the military force, well, you bet they can, um, people to take the vaccine. Oh, well. You see, birthdays, we can jump to that. Uh, bum, 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 bum. Hector Elizondo, an actor. I'm not familiar with him, but he's the oldest person listed today, 84. Uh, Red Stegall, uh, country singer, 82. Former. World Bank Group President Paul Wolfowitz, 77. Steve Carlton from the Baseball Hall of Fame, 76. Diane Sawyer, NBC, or I'm sorry, not at all, ABC News Anchor, 75. Uh, Singer, singer, singer. Steve Garvey, another baseball dude, 72. John Stephenson. I'm sorry, Jan Stephenson. Mercy. Uh, woman golfer, right? Yep. Female. Pro Six, golfer. 69. Yes. Scanning, scanning, scanning. Country singer Lori McKenna is 52. Actor Dina Meyer is 52. Senator Ted Cruz from Texas, right? 50. Scanning, scanning. And the youngest person will just jump down there. It's not a terribly long list today. But this is a pop singer, Megan Trainer. Oh, yes, we've heard of her. Yes, I, I was thinking that when I was reading the list. I actually know who that is today. 27. Yes, she's very talented. Not too bad to look at either. I, I like her singing. Okay, so we'll set these over here. Uh, today, obviously, a free-for-all edition. And, um, yeah, we didn't get to see the Christmas star yesterday. Yeah, the, it, we were just, uh, the weather didn't um, cooperate. No. Nope. We had too many clouds, and um, so this once every 800 years or whatever they said uh, didn't work out for us. Yeah. Now, had, had you seen any reports since? Did Were a lot of places really able to see it and, and excited about it and all of that yeah i actually uh, got a picture from uh, a listener that sent that and said uh you know i know you got cloud cover there so uh they sent a picture and it was pretty cool where were they located uh near 
uh, just east of Cincinnati. Okay. So uh, they were able to see it there, and it clouded up again. But uh, it's pretty cool, pretty exciting to see. Did you happen to see Google's Facebook for, or Google's front page yesterday? They ha- how they have caricatures dr- uh, drawn in there. For the two O's in Google, they usually will use them in an artistic form somehow, okay. depending on what day it is. Well, it had one O of the word Google as depicted as uh, Jupiter, and the other O was Saturn that went flying by in slow motion, raised its ring up off of its, well, surface, so to speak, tipped the ring to Saturn, and high-fived it and kept going. <laughs> Okay. Well, no, I did not know. That was pretty cool. (laughs) We have a caller standing by. Good morning. You're on the air. Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I have a date in history of my own. Which is? My baby is 59 years old today. Your baby? Yep. How cool is that? Yeah. (laughs) The best I can do is 47 at this moment. Oh. Well, my older one was 60 in June. Oh, my. So, he, he lives in Homestead, Florida, him and his family. They're in Homestead, doing well. He did have COVID, but he recovered. Yes. And, oh, and thank folks, goodness. You know, much as we talk about this COVID thing, you know, the, the vast majority of, of people do recover. It's just a very unpleasant experience, and if we can avoid it, we should. I've never heard anybody cough like he did. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was awful. Now, his knucklehead 20-year-old daughter went to a 4th of July party, mm-hmm. and she came home with COVID, and she gave it to Bill. Oh, boy. You know, that old scene. Well, I, I get it. I... I know uh, some people say I'm not cautious enough. I think I am. I'm wearing my masks in public and that sort of thing. But I do go to the store. I have to. And I do go to restaurants that I think are acting responsibly. Yeah. And um, I guess I could be more stringent, but I... Well, I've already described what I do. So, anyway, I'm trying. Yeah, we all are. Yeah. I've seen some really cute masks. Oh, mercy. I've seen some ones that, um, they're a real riot. You yeah. know, really funny. The bank teller had on one that had Grinch all over it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw one the other day that had, it looked like a, a bull terrier. Oh. You know, it, it was the mouth and cheeks and jowls of a particular breed of dog. Oh, that's good. And uh, it actually did blend in with the rest of the features of that person's face. <laughs> so, mercy. Oh, well, you guys have a great day. Okay. Thank I you. I was about my... Happy day today. Yeah. Well, Amen. keep it up. And uh, oh, yeah. we'll be thinking about you on Christmas if we don't Thank hear you. between you from you before then or after. You know what I mean. Yeah. Okay. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Bye. 
I've such, seen uh, such some, a pleasant voice. She there. is always. When we like I've said, when we speak off the air, she'll call and just she always has something nice to say. Mm-hmm. Always, and that's just refreshing, you know. But um, speaking of some of the masks I've seen, well, I don't know why it struck me as funny, but there was a uh, mask that had great big red lips and. The, you know, the teeth and kind of like the Rolling Stones okay. uh, logo where they've had that for years and years. Mm-hmm. But the Stones have the that with their with the tongue sticking out. Well, this, this one was just great big red lips. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, this, uh, I don't know. I And I have no problem with people being creative oh, on yeah. those things. Anything to... Try to lighten it up a little bit. Yeah. Be safe and, you know, have a little fun with a mask every now and then. Let's uh, let's, uh, cover a couple more things here. So let's do our historical stuff. All right. Uh, Let's see. On this date, which is, of course, December 22nd. But the year was 1790, supposedly impenetrable Turkish forces of Ishmael stormed and captured by um, Suvarov and his Russian armies during the Russo-Turkish War. Uh, Russo, I should have said, Turkish War. This would have been um, 1787 to 1792. A five-year event. 1877, Thomas Edison's phonograph is announced by Scientific American. Remember that magazine? Does this still exist? I I do remember it. I don't know if it does. We'll look it up here. I, um, as a youngster, enjoyed that. There was, um, my best friend in my earlier years was um, Alan Austin. And his father was the head of the Battelle um, organization down there near campus at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very famous science, um, well, Battelle, folks. Anyway. Um, yeah, Scientific American still in publication, and they offer a subscription website, if you would like. Okay. Oh, oh. Research that later. Digital today. archives access back to 1845. Yeah. The um, anyway, I enjoyed reading that publication at Allen's house, and um, I think later my parents subscribed to it because they knew of my interest in it. I remember seeing them in uh, the school libraries. Let's see here. 1989, after 23 years of dictatorial rule, Romania ousts its communist dictator, Nicolae Ceausescu, right? I've never been able to say his name very well. Ceausescu. This was in 1989. 2010, repeal of the don't ask, don't tell policy, a 17-year-old policy banning homosexuals serving openly in the U.S. military. 
signed into law by President Barack Obama. Okay, what do we got here picture-wise? Okay, we, we got a picture of a guy who was born in 1862 on this date. He died in 1956. Connie Mack. Oh, Cornelius McGillicuddy was his real name. He was a baseball manager for the Philadelphia Athletics years ago. Okay. He's a baseball legend. Probably in the early 1900s, I want to say. But that was his real name. He went by Connie Mack. But which was his real name? Cornelius McGillicuddy. I see. <laughs> I knew I, that without even looking. <laughs> I, I think I can do Connie Mack instead yes, of myself. Yes, Cornelius was a mouthful. Yeah. Okay, Giacomo Puccini. Uh, born on this date in 1858. I'm thinking he's music. You are correct. He is a composer. Died in 1924. Italian opera, who has been called the greatest composer of Italian opera after Verde. Frank Kellogg, born in 1856 on this date, died in 1937. I'm betting Kellogg. I'm going to guess you're right. We'll verify. I'm doing we're, we're so just as, and, and accordingly, uh, you and I are both incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who is he? Frank Billings Kellogg was an American lawyer, politician, no and statesman who served in the U.S. Senate and as U.S. Secretary of State. So, nothing to do with the cornflakes you may have had this morning. Okay. Well, we... Or yesterday, or tomorrow. Now, here's someone that, um, the most recent person listened to it today, if you will. Born uh, the same year I was, 1949, died in 2003. Maurice Gibb, G-I-B-B. Oh, one of the uh, Gibb brothers. Uh, that the Bee Gees. Oh, oh. Oh. The, the brothers Gibb. Okay, now I got it. Yeah. Now we got a couple famous deaths here. Well, Be I think Be Barry's the only one left of those three. Uh, Beatrix Potter. She died on this date in 1943, but she was born in 1866. Beatrix Potter. She was an English writer, illustrator, natural scientist, and conservationist. She was best known for her children's books featuring animals, such as those in the tale of Peter Rabbit. Mm, yeah. And the last person today, Chico Mendez. Born in 1944, died in 1988. Lived only, what, 44 years, right? Chico Mendes was a Brazilian environmentalist, a Brazilian rubber tapper, trade union leader, environmentalist. He fought to preserve the Amazon rainforest and advocated for the human rights of Brazilian peasants and indig indigenous people. That's right. Indigenous. Uh, I wonder why his life was short. Um, let's see. He was apparently murdered. Oh, well, that would do it. Yep. Too bad. 
Okay. We um, often do our um, COVID report, and I think we should. Okay. Uh, before we do but that, we you want to get, have a caller. You want to get back to Libya crash? There, it was it was near Tripoli International Airport in Tripoli, Libya. The crash with the Libyan Arab oh, oh, Airlines oh, yes. flight with the MiG fighter. Now I'm with you. Yeah, as so we started out there, I think it was the the date in history on this date in history. All right, uh, so to our phones we go. Good morning. Well, good morning, Dave and Scott. Good hey, morning. you know what? I was thinking about you the other day. I was, too. I, we, had, we, we, had not, we had not heard from you in a while, and I almost put on my to-do list to call you and see if you were doing all right. Well, I lost my beloved wife in the middle of September. I'm yep. so sorry. And I'm still working on that, you know. One of those things is tough. Of course. But uh, I've been sitting here listening to your program, racking my brain, thinking of some excuse to call in. <laughs> well, I have ex- an excuse. I have a tractor whose hydraulics need to be repaired. Well, you told me about that, and I thought about it at length, and I'm <laughs> so out of touch Okay. that I just don't have any constructive suggestions. Okay. Uh, and and uh, it occurred to me I really didn't need an excuse. I could just call up and wish you both a uh, uh, Merry Christmas and well, yes, Happy you. New Year. You have family and, uh, plans? The uh, wife is such that mostly I'm concentrating on survival and mm-hmm. just, just continuing to live independently, you know. But I did have occasion to speak to uh, the restoration project on the Rock Mill up above Lancaster the okay. other day. Okay. And and uh, that's about the only thing I've done recently that's of note. So it's just good to hear your voices and know that you're both still at it. Well, thank you. Gene, you mean a lot to us. Yes, you do. Well, that works in both directions. All right. <laughs> yeah. Since we were talking about history, I thought it would just be appropriate if I called in. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are part of history, you know, Gene. Yeah, at my age, I'm afraid I am. <laughs> <laughs> we all are. <laughs> That's a good point. Yes. yes. We, we've seen a lot come and go in our time. Indeed. Yes. We, just, well, we just made some history right now in these few minutes. What, what, what? <laughs> we just made you some history so. on, on Party Line right now in just a few minutes by... To having our conversation with Gene. Okay, cool. That we haven't had for now a I while. Well, I, I tell you. Uh, <laughs> Seriously, I, we had not heard from you in a while, and I was thinking as I was having dinner a couple nights ago, I hope he's okay. Well, I sure appreciate you thinking of me. Uh, I see your name every once in a while here and there. And, and, uh, you know what, in the newspaper? For uh, well, awful thing actually. I don't spend any time to speak of on Facebook yeah. because it's such a time trap. That's what my son David calls it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but uh, <clears throat> uh, of course, I see your name there once in a while. So, not too so you're, you're certainly not forgotten, either yeah. one of you. Thank you. Well, thank you, Gene. I thought maybe there was a warrant out for Dave or something or, you know. Well, well I, if there was, I, I'd like to be the first to call in and give <laughs> a heads up on it. <laughs> okay. 
Well, All right, you two. Good, good, to, good to hear from both of you. Thank Have you a great too. holiday, man. We'll be Thank thinking, you so much. We'll be thinking of you. Thank you. You betcha. Yeah. Thank you, too. Bye-bye. Merry Christmas. 9.40. No, no, no. 9.38 almost. Um, just a few seconds away. Um, so our daily COVID report. Uh, now, all of this data is as of 2 p.m. yesterday. Here in Athens, we have 15 additional cases uh, show up yesterday. So we're now up to 2,841 cases, of which 2,261 have recovered. Uh, So another way of saying that is of that 2,841, 15 of which were new yesterday, 574 are presently active. Of that number, 115 are in the hospital. The difference, 459 are not. Ohio. O-H-I-O. There you go. Uh, In the state of Ohio, as of yesterday... We now have 629, 354 cases. So 629,354. 6548 were new yesterday. Now. But not all those are active, right? That's since this whole thing began. So 175,000 exactly, 000, are currently active in the state of Ohio. Of those, 5,557 are in an ICU situation, extra serious. 29... 1,511 are not. They're just in a regular hospital setting. And 131,830 are recovering at home. The deaths uh, increased yesterday to 8,122. It had been 8,047 the day before. So how many have recovered in the state of Ohio? 454,354. So of all the cases that there's been since this all began, which was, let's see here, January, I'm sorry, no, no, no. March 1st of 20 was the first case in our state, I think. Anyway, 72.2% of all the cases have recovered. In the United States, on Monday we had 18,265,000 cases. 
I'm sorry, on Sunday. On Monday, we had 18,336,000 cases. So, 71,000 new cases. That's a dip. Then That's a little bit lower than normal. Normally, we're right in that... Um, well, the day before, we had 187,000 new cases, this time only 71,000. Well, anyway, that happens sometimes when you tie it together with a weekend. But going on, um, the state of Ohio has now seen 325,486 deaths. There are 7,330, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, 7,331,000 active cases. And there are 10,680,000 recovered cases. I always worry if giving the stats on the air is helpful or worthwhile or if it just becomes a fog. But we'll finish it up. Now, worldwide, 7.6 billion people live on this earth. It's a bunch. The first case there... November 19th of 19. Yesterday we had 331, well, let's round it up, 332,000 new cases. Bringing the total thus far to 77,488,000. Um, so far, worldwide, we've had 1,704,000, 1,704,000, that's 1,704,000, well, it's got to round it up, seven, because it's at 922. Yeah, 1.8 million deaths. Active cases presently stand at 21,400,000. Recovered, 54,380,000. So 70% have recovered. Sunshine suddenly booming through our window. It's pleasant. Okay, the last little stat that I'll throw at you is meant to comfort you ever so slightly. Let's take Ohio, and of course Ohio is part of, I'm sorry, let's take Athens, and Athens, of course, is part of Ohio. So how does Athens compare to the rest of the state? 
we're doing a little better here. And my example is that if Athens was doing the same as the state, and, and remember we have had uh, 2,841 cases. We should then have had, right now, 3,811. That's 970 more cases than what we've had if we were like the rest of the state. Uh, I don't do that to say we should be any less cautious. I just... I find that a bit encouraging, and don't we need it? Yes, we do. We'll take it. Okay, now i got to reach over here and throttle down these blinds. It's just too bright. There we go. I hate to do that when the sun's so welcome. Yes. Okay, so um, we had a, a report that came out from Wallet News. I think they produced it yesterday, but I got a hold of it this morning. And it's entitled, 2020's Neediest Cities. Hunger, poverty, homelessness, they affect every nation, even the richest and most powerful. Food insecurity plagues every U.S. county with 35 million individuals lacking access to adequate food even before the COVID-19 pandemic. And that number could grow to more than 50 million due to the pandemic. In 2019, 10.5% of the U.S. population lived in poverty. In the absence of more affordable housing or accommodations provided by relatives or friends, many people must take to the streets or shelters. According to the National Alliance to End Homelessness, nearly, nearly uh, 568,000 people, that's over a half a mil, many of them children, have been homeless at one point during January of 2019. Well, as we deal with the economic damage caused by the COVID-19 pandemic, it's important both to uh, help our existing impoverished population and make sure we minimize the number of new people who fall into poverty. So on the heels of our report, on the most charitable states, which we brought in um, oh, a week or so ago. A wallet hub compared more than 180 U.S. cities based upon 28 key indicators of economic disadvantage, things such as child poverty, food insecurity, uninsured rates, and so on and so forth. And... Here's what we've got. So this is not uh, something to be proud of by any means. Let me get my pen out here. Okay, I, I know I always press on you, uh, Scott. What do you think? What do you think the neediest city in the United States might be? 
be. Oh, my goodness. I'll just guess Detroit. And you are dead on it. You're kidding. I hadn't, I hadn't looked or anything, so. Okay. Um, they are the neediest. Detroit. Number two, Brownsville, Texas. Number three, and this hurts, Cleveland. Now, what I say, 181 cities or 188, something like that. And to think that Cleveland is number three. Yeah, that was going to be my second guess, actually. Really? Yeah. I love Cleveland. Yeah, it's got some really cool places, cool areas. Okay. Number four, Memphis. Five, Laredo, Texas. Six, Birmingham, Alabama. Seventh, Fresno, California. And number eight, Los Angeles, California. Okay, I had a good bit of time in Los Angeles, so that it's hard for me to believe. We'll keep going here a bit. Number 16, Indianapolis. Number 17, where we have a good audience, Las Cruces, New Mexico. Yeah. Number 18, Jackson, Mississippi. 19, Gulfport, Mississippi. 20, Hialeah, Florida. Atlanta's 21, Richmond, Virginia, another great city, 22. Little Rock, Arizona, 23rd. San Bernardino in California, 24. Shreveport, Louisiana, 25th. Columbus, Georgia, 26th. Pretty soon now, I'll just be reading names and it won't mean anything. So we'll, let's pick out a few notables. Well, let's go to our neighboring states, maybe. So coming in at 40th is Charleston, West Virginia. Coming in 46th, Cincinnati. 49th, Toledo. 65th, Huntington, West Virginia. 68th, Akron. Now, here, here's, I'm going to mention this next one because of my personal interest. 69th, Honolulu. Okay. I thought for sure you were going to say Wyoming. Well, I don't know if there's a city large enough there to mention. Um, <laughs> Casper? In there anywhere? Well, I don't know yet. Let's see here. Washington, D.C., our nation's capital, comes in 82nd. Louisville, Kentucky, 96th. Columbus, Ohio, 107th. Uh, I think we can be a bit proud of that. Um, bum, 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 bum. 
I'm sorry, folks. I'm reading live here. Pittsburgh. This surprises me a little bit. 134th. Okay. San Diego, 150th. Here we go. Casper, Wyoming, 153rd. There it is. Um, Cheyenne, Wyoming, 155. Um, almost at the end. Oh, my, here's my wife's, um, where she lived many years. Columbia, Maryland, 181st. Dead last. In a group you want to be dead last. Yeah, that's a good thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we have a caller. All right. Good morning. I'll be your dead last caller of the day. Okay. (laughs) You can't go on without mentioning the Bengals win last night. Speaking of Cincinnati, huh? Yes. Yeah. My goodness. Without Joe Burrow doing it even. Oh, I bet that was killing Joey, sitting at home watching the game, wanting to be a part of that. Oh, it was a fabulous game. Oh, my. It was a stunner. And it was just amazing to hear the announcers on the radio. I listened to the radio. Yeah. They, Which, on the radio or TV? It was on both. Well, I only listen to your radio. Okay, so it was radio, yeah. Yeah, they do such a nice job. And even the uh, after-visit summary of all the players, they still don't like their coach. They said he's a very positive thinking. He looks forward to improving all the time, and he doesn't down the people. I know a lot of people are down on him. Yeah, well, anyway, when, when you only win two games a year, that's what happens. But well, this is the third one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I mean, up, up until it. yesterday, yeah, that's right. The only yeah. bad thing about that is they might jeopardize their pick in the draft if well, they keep winning games. But they need some linemen to protect Joey right. Burrow. That's true. Yeah. yeah, but they won by seven, right? Twenty-four, seventeen. Um, I thought it was higher than that. Okay. Maybe it was. Like That's the last remember. I saw. <laughs> was it, they scored the most points against Pittsburgh that uh, for years has ever happened. Yeah, Pittsburgh had won 11 in a row. Now they've yeah. lost three in a row. Yeah. Well, I enjoyed your show today. Thank you. Thank and, you. And have get, get some Christmas music on there. Uh, we're ready. We'll do it. Okay. And, Happy holidays again. Okay. Thank you. You, you too. Bye-bye. Although, um, today I talked evidently too much because um, I've used up most of the time. We don't really have time to do the Art Turf Show. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I mean, heaven forbid. How are people going to continue their days? We'll just have to do it again tomorrow. I guess. Okay, so forgive me, folks. Uh, Scott, you try to keep me more aware of that. Okay. <laughs> and then, um, but we could do, uh, let's see, I think we got a little Christmas music queued up here. Um, let's see. Yes. 
And we do wish you a very merry to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH Evans. This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. I'm Vicki Barker in London. That new slimmed-down COVID stimulus check? Thanks a lot, says this hard-hit American. $600 is the amount of money that rich people think poor people think is a lot of money. The $900 billion relief bill passed overnight after days of horse trading. Just before midnight, the Senate gave its overwhelming approval. 92 senators voting in favor. The 60-vote threshold having been achieved, the motion to concur is agreed to. The package worth around $900 billion will give needed relief to millions of Americans and U.S. businesses. Democratic Senate leader Chuck Schumer says not everyone got what they wanted. It's not as large as Democrats want. It's certainly larger than what many Republicans want. But Democrats insist more relief will be needed after the new year. Steve Futterman, CBS News. CBS's Kenny McCormick reports small business owners feel left behind. Francesca Hong is a restaurant owner in Madison, Wisconsin. This is at bare minimum a down payment and there's still going to be a need for relief come January. The restaurant industry has lost billions of dollars nationwide. Chris Fusilet owns a tavern in Denver. It's going to be 25 people down there at the furlough during Christmas, and it just breaks my heart. The relief bill did not include billions of dollars that would have specifically helped smaller bars and restaurants. The U.S. economy grew by a record 33.4% in the third quarter, much of that fueled by the last $3 trillion stimulus bill. California's COVID crisis is deepening. KCAL's Stacy Butler has been talking with a doctor in Orange County. My concern is that we're not near the peak, and that this is going to continue in 
and that while we're meeting the need now, we're going to get to a point, like many other hospitals in California, where they cannot meet the need. And if they get to that point, doctors here say not even traveling nurses and the National Guard that are expected to show up will help them care for the patients that they expect to come in. Some 50 countries now have banned UK arrivals after the discovery of that new coronavirus mutation. The U.S. has not. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo says he negotiated directly with transatlantic airlines in the absence of action from the White House. A new report finds a racial divide in how the Air Force treats its people. The Air Force Inspector General's report on black service members shows a third saying they don't get the same opportunities as whites. Nearly half of all black officers say they've experienced racism or discrimination. More than half of all black service members say they don't get the same benefit of the doubt as do whites, with a single mistake often becoming a career killer. More than 123,000 people responded to surveys. The Air Force says it needs to do better. Peter King, CBS News. Just after the opening bell, the Dow's down 180. This is CBS News. CBS News Radio is your home for breaking news. With our team of reporters around the country and the world, we give you the coverage you can trust. To celebrate State Farm's surprisingly great rates, we gave this song surprisingly great lyrics. Prices made just for you That's what I said now Prices, prices that surprise you Just go ahead now Keep that money in your pockets That's on right now Save up, maybe one day buy a rocket Just get it cool now Like a good neighbor State Farm is there I'm Dr. Stork. Today, better nutrition and stronger immunity are essential. That's why Eggland's Best gives you and your family more. Compared to ordinary eggs, Eggland's Best provides six times more vitamin D, 10 times more vitamin E, and 38% more lutein, plus more folate and iodine too. All to help you maintain a strong immune system and better overall health. These are no ordinary times. So why choose an ordinary egg? Only Eggland's Best. Better taste, better nutrition, better eggs. Turns out, having a plague named after you isn't bad for business after all. A beer brand is celebrating a pandemic victory. The corona gets its line. In the end, the Mexican brew's unfortunate name did not have a negative impact on business. Corona reports sales in stores have been about the same this year as in 2019. Its hard seltzer sales were also unchanged. Corona's favorability score dipped at the onset of the pandemic, but YouGov brand index says it quickly rebounded despite early associations with the virus. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. And finally, want to get more exercise? Get a fitness tracker. Australian researchers crunch data from 28 previous clinical studies and conclude that people who use a fitness tracker walk almost a mile extra every day or 1,850 steps. They say the devices should be available on prescription for sedentary health conditions. I'm Vicki Barker, CBS News. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. It's a, an awesome product. I've got my uncle on it, my mom on it. I've got four or five of my best friends from high school on it. They all have their own little story to tell about this condition or that condition going away. So kudos, it's just an amazing product. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Go to balanceofnature.com today and use discount code FRUITS. Ready to create your own income with your own home-based business where there's no such thing as getting laid off? 
If a billionaire entrepreneur spent five years and $20 million searching for the next big trend, wouldn't you want to know what he found? If you're serious about making money from home without having to leave home, then write this down. www.goherenext.com You decide your income. Get the facts now. GoHereNext.com And now, Scott Bailey joins you on a musical sentimental journey with the best golden sentimental songs of the good old days chugging along the musical railways in the musical history on old number 97 on 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. Good friends, and welcome to another edition of Sentimental Journey at 970 WATH. Old number 97 is getting all steamed up and ready to blow. She is. She's ready to go, and so are we here on this terrific Tuesday morning at 970 WATH. It is seven minutes after 10 o'clock, and here we go with the tribute song to Dad, who hosted this program for so many years and loved every minute, every second of it being with his radio family. And he'll always be the better half of the Daily Double. As I know he's with us in spirit here, engineering old number 97 down those musical railways, I'm proud, privileged, honored, and most happy to continue his legacy here and take off on another trip down memory lane. Join in with some sounds of the season today, tomorrow, and again on Thursday as we celebrate the birth of the Christ the Child in the form of the Christmas music, holiday music, whichever you prefer. So, all aboard, let's have a little fun on this terrific Tuesday edition of Sentimental Journey at 970 WATH. Good Tuesday morning.
together.